1: submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
0: Yes, you are. I'm so glad you stayed with the show because I have Joe Masaro today with us and she has experienced so much of life and so many times God has proven himself faithful. And so we want to welcome welcome Joe today. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and blessed to be with you. It's really a treasure, a treat to be together. And I want to hear all about your story, how you came to know the Lord and began to walk with him. Because when we hear one another's stories, it encourages our faith and helps us to have a bold faith.
1: Yes, it does for sure. And my story really, I think, uh, brings me back to 1974 um, I had a son, Jason, who was in an accident and died the day before his second birthday.
0: Oh, my. Wow. That's so hard. The death of a baby, really. A child. Yes. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Was he your your oldest child? uh, He was my youngest.
1: Mm. I had two older daughters. Mm. And what nobody knew at the time was, except for just a couple of people, is that about nine months before that, my husband did not want to have another child, and I ended up having an abortion.
0: So that was just a double hurt.
1: Yeah, Mm. yeah. And I didn't really feel like I could share that. So it was all kept inside. Mm. And not knowing God the way I know him today, obviously, I know that he would never do that. Mm. But it was where my life was for a very long
0: time. Did you ever go we on to up... have other children, or was that? Were the we was... did?
1: We had um, a son and then another daughter. And oh, wow. even with that, my first marriage was really disintegrating.
0: Mm. It was it disintegrating so had... because of losing the baby, or the abortion, or both.
1: I think it was both, and at a time when we really needed to be able to share with each other and help each other, I don't think either one of us were, you know, I was 23 at the time and he was 24. Mm -hmm. I don't think we were really prepared. Not that you're prepared in any way to lose a child, but there was no support. There was no really a lot of talking. Um, And I think over a period of time, And remember, we did not know the Lord, either one of us
0: at the time. Yeah, right. They say that losing a child is really hard on a marriage. Is that, that was your experience? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it was, you know, and uh, even up to this day, I still, you know, obviously think about him and wonder what he would be like and what, you know, he would have brought to our family. So it's not like it's. It ever leaves you, but and it also affected my children as well. the ones that were there before he was born, and even the ones after mm. after he had passed, so you know it is a story that you know has continued throughout the lives of all of us.
0: Mm. How did God move in your heart and mind through the death of a child?
1: Wow, that is really uh something that happened. N- Not until I met my husband, Dominic, Mm -hmm. my husband now, who will be married 30 years this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful to God for that. But he brought me to the Lord Wow, and that began this journey because it was not something that obviously happened overnight. You know, I had a lot of baggage in my life, a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. And, um just by beginning to understand God more and understanding the love that he had for myself, uh, because I really had a lot of pain mm-hmm. and a lot of disappointment in my yeah. life. and But I know that I didn't totally understand who God was, but I knew that I wanted more. And that was that drawing me in through the power of the Holy Spirit that I began to learn about him and um, began to trust him because that was a really big issue in my life.
0: Yeah, for sure. So now you've been married for 30 years to Dominic yes, and you have four children. Um, I have
1: four children.
0: Yes. So what, what was the next phase with the Lord? What, What else has he done in your life?
1: Well, I, I think that, you know, one of the great things that, um, is that when my husband and I, this goes back to 82, is that my husband woke up one day and said, I believe God told me that we're supposed to start an AIDS ministry. Oh, okay. And I was like, what? Are you sure this is God? Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was, you know, knew it was God, and I was like, you know, not sure.
0: What prompted this?
1: You know, I think that... um, My husband is a wonderful man and so open to what God wants him to do, and this was a dream that he had, and we ended up in 1982 because I obviously came on board with that vision, Mm -hmm. and we ran uh, an AIDS ministry when we lived in New York for almost over 20 years. How did you minister to those people? Well, it was not very easy. I will tell you that at the time, you know, you're talking the 80s. Yeah. Um, my, uh, some of our family members thought we were totally nuts and, <laughs> um, and they were, you know, some people didn't want to come into our home. It was not. So the um, ministry was easy. run out of your home? Nope. We had, office. Okay. we had an office, Okay, uh, but because we were working with people that were HIV positive or had AIDS, you know, people were scared. We didn't understand things the way we understand it now. Yeah. And um, we actually ended up having a a little girl live with us for almost a year who had AIDS. Oh, wow. uh, Because they were looking for someone to, you know, have her in their home for a period of time.
0: Yeah. Were you able to lead these people to the Lord? Did you pray with them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We definitely
1: did, and we were able to support, like we did um, housing. We we lived in by Albany, New York at the time, and we did housing there. We had a small camp. We did help with furniture. I mean, we did all different kinds of things to help support them and just really love on them.
0: That's beautiful. Was that really prompt? I mean, to do a ministry like that over 20 years, that takes endurance and longevity to do that. Did. What do you, you know, speak into that, the faithfulness of, you know, when we're faithful to God, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit.
1: It really is. And I I think that one of the things that we really tried to do was to listen to what God, what the Holy Spirit was telling us. Because you know how other people can try to speak into your life that may not be God. Right. Or, um may say, oh, you, might, you should be doing this, or maybe you really shouldn't do this. It's not the right thing for you. But I will tell you this, is being focused on what he wanted. And I, you know, I rely upon the Holy Spirit. You know, I have learned that in my lifetime as best as I can. And believe me, do I mess up? Absolutely. But it is what he wants us to do, which was the important thing for us. hmm And with that came many, many blessings, the people that we met, you know, the people that um, we had a family whose the father died and we would pick up the mother and her four children every Sunday to go to church with us. Hmm. And they were baptized and, you know, they gave their life to the Lord, were baptized. And it was just really, those are the things that, you know, you remember and hold on to the lives that you believe that, you know, were changed through. The power of God.
0: Do you ever regret serving the Lord? No, I will
1: tell you that it is a life that I never thought I would have. Looking back at my earlier life, mm-hmm. uh, I did not really know who God was. I grew up in a in an Italian Catholic home, mm-hmm. but really not serving God. Yeah. And so when I look back, I I can't regret it because I know that it's made me who I am today.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. How do you look forward to serving God now in your life?
1: Wow. Well, there's um, some things that are on my heart. You know, right now I'm writing um, my first children's book, a historical fiction book, coming out later this year. Uh, but my heart is really children. It You know, it's, it's interesting how God will move you in a different direction than what you thought you were going. Mm-hmm. And my heart is really children and um, looking at how we can begin to help children uh, in the area of reading in all over the world, but also uh, because my first children's book is about Lewis Braille, mm-hmm. uh, um, my heart has really kind of shifted to see What is there out there to help people, young children that have vision loss or um, blindness, and to see what we can do in that respect?
0: Oh, I think that's nice. That's important.
1: So that is kind of where my heart is right now. And really, it's to see, you know, what God wants to do and to bring what, you know, God has brought into my life, which is really the light of the world, Jesus, Hmm. into the lives of others.
0: Absolutely. So this children's book will help those that are blind. Is that right? It will be. I am looking to have it transcribed uh, into Braille. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, you have been listening to Simply for Women and Joe Massaro. She has such a heart for God, for serving others, those that had AIDS, and just has learned along the way what a faithful God we serve and that she, too, has been so faithful to Him I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. It's a joy, it's a pleasure to hear about the goodness and the faithfulness of God and his people. They're everywhere, aren't they? And I know you're one too. You've been listening to Simply for Women.
1: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again, or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcast. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.